Hello and welcome to GKAD, the show only a little bit bigger than a tardigrade, but still just as hard to kill. I'm Erin. <laughs> you can call me Zero. Thank you for giggling. This week we are reviewing uh, girl group, girl band, girl badassery uh, unit, girl badassery unit Negotos 2014 mini album. Zoom and the Z is in sarcasm quotes. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's Zoom, like Zoom. This episode is not guaranteed to be as uh, short and sweet as the mini album turned out to be. Because we may ramble. Because we're girls and we're talking about music. And it's that's true. what we do. Yep. Ha ha ha. Deal with it. Ha ha ha. So what do you think of it, Erin? Um, I thought it was good. I have liked Nagoto for a really long time. I like the kind of quirky kind of sound. Um, I like the sort of kind of indie thing, the sweet thing. Um, and Nagoto does that really well. The last album of theirs that we reviewed was Five, uh, back on Gaijin Kampai Classic. And I wasn't as impressed with that one as I have been with some of their previous albums and some of their singles. Um, <clears throat> just because I felt that it wasn't as, I don't know, quote-unquote Nagoto. The songs didn't feel as um, memorable, but on... Zoom or Zoom or whatever it's supposed to be called. I feel like they came back a little bit. Um, I still wasn't like desperately, deeply in love with the tracks like I was uh, when I first got into them. But they have this nice thing going on on a lot of their tracks where they've got this kind of contrast going on. Like with my Onaka album, it's a little bit tense, but it's also like sparkly and bright. Um, with Dreamin', they have the, this, like, muted, kind of closed sound that's really strong on the percussion during the verses, but then you have more of a synthy, kind of stretched-out soundscape uh, on the hook. What were the other ones that were like that? You're starting to use... You're starting to use zero words when you talk about this stuff. I'm so happy. <laughs> You're using words like soundscape. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> so, yeah, well, we'll just see uh, whether or not you agree with me, but... Um, a lot of the a lot of the mini album was that way. I wasn't as big of a fan of MYD. I thought the syncopation the syncopation was really odd. It has this kind of like I couldn't figure out what the hook was about. It felt like maybe country inspired somehow. Um, and Kunjo, I actually have the word country written down on okay. that song exactly. So yep, okay, word, not just good. I, it's, I couldn't quite. I was like, that's the only word I can think of. Um, Kunjo was very sweet and quiet, but it was honestly a little bit forgettable. Overall, I feel like this is better than Five was, possibly because there were significantly fewer tracks. Um, but I'm hoping that it says good things about where they're going to be going in the future. What about you? I I absolutely am totally with you on that. I hope this is where we're go where they're going in the future thing, because to me this is it has the um, the sort of deliberate execution of their early stuff, but with mm. a whole lot more musical maturity. Like yeah. they have learned more stuff. This really, 
I'll be honest with you, the first two tracks really sound like they've just been listening to a lot of Second Action lately. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Like, it, it was enough that I actually looked at the songwriting credits for their first song, because I was just like, maybe some involvement? No, it's it's the girls. They did it. It so, is a good song. It was really, really solid. So the first two tracks, I was just kind of like, this is it. They, they did it. It's great. This is what I kind of... You know, they they were starting to show this level of sophistication and talent uh, on Five, but it didn't feel quite honest enough, you know? Like, with Five, they were trying to balance their, uh, you know, we're excited about trying this new stuff, but we also want to be commercially viable, you know, sort of, uh, sort of issue there, which resulted in a very solid album. I enjoyed Five very, very much, but, um, you know, it just wasn't quite there yet. And this mini-album feels like it's there you know like yeah. this is the kind of thing that they uh have been wanting to be able to do probably since they debuted but haven't been you know technically sophisticated enough or able to do that yeah so there's a lot of experimentation on here and what's awesome is that it all works whether it's to your taste or not that's you know mm. really the question because like um I, I don't particularly like the the cuter sound of a, you know, make you love letter, yeah. but somebody else might go. That's amazing. See, you know? I was going to say, I have it written down in my thing that it sounds like the inspiring music that appears after Barbie and her friends have learned a really important lesson. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was as you said, it wasn't a bad song, and it had it had some good things about it. It just was really not to my taste. Yeah, the, uh, the the sort of color change between the verse and the chorus was kind of mm. interesting. Um, I felt like it was a little too... Uh, it wasn't dynamic enough, really, though. It doesn't belong on this album. It would have been great on five. I don't feel like it really fits with the rest of this, of, uh, of this mini-album, though. Yeah. Um, and then, like, um, Kaze Hikare is um, conventional in an unconventional way. You know, the album... This is sort of where the album took a turn for the more conventional. Mm-hmm. But, um, because the, the melody, it really isn't that interesting on its own. But there's a couple of uh, little quirks to the instrumentation that kind of make it feel like, oh, this is, pretty, this is pretty interesting. I feel like listening to this a little more closely. You know, it's not background sound. It's really only the instrumentation that makes that one any good. Um, MYD, however, like, I feel like that one actually had um, a more interesting melody and rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um its instrumentation was a little bit more on the conventional side as far as the arrangement what instruments do what but it's got this very uh, a rock and roll you know bunch of friends walking down the street at night in the 80s and there's like brick walls <laughs> with concert flyers on them in the background yeah. sort of feeling yeah. that I really like and uh, it's charming and also the the random like happy shouting the the friends in the background of it uh, weren't overdone thank god it was that that could have been totally it wasn't overdone awful. but I was still like really girls seriously right yeah. now <laughs> I think it's you sort of have to uh, you have to be charmed by the particular genre of song that this that this song is that's entirely but possible from from a technical standpoint it was very well done it did I, I have absolutely no doubts that they set out to make exactly the track that they ended up with and I love that there's nothing off about the mixing in it there's nothing off about any of the playing in it it's great um, my favorite track on the album though has got to be dreaming because it's melodically sort of surreal and kind of off sounding yeah. but 
not in it's hectic but it's not messy you know there's nothing inaccessible about it it just kind of grabs your ears and says listen to this it's awesome and interesting and I'm grumpy and tired and I'm trying to sleepwalk <laughs> in your ears and it makes me think of their name which is what makes it awesome you know because mm. like they're called Negoto sleep talking that's what the song is I feel like this is the Negoto song <laughs> that makes because, so like, much sense you've, you've got you've got the slide guitar in it that kind of gives those chromatic notes that make it sound like sort of sleepily tumbling down the hall like crap somebody knocked on the door and I have to friggin deal with that you know it sort of feels like that it's so good it's so solid and it's again very deliberate I am absolutely convinced this is what they were trying to do and it's the drums are great the melody is amazing because it's got that sort of um like somebody is saying it's okay it's okay it's okay i know you're tired just, just go back to sleep it's all right you know so and, like and reassuring sort of mm. yes yeah, reassuring that's that's a little better it's like yes i know this you're grumpy and aggravated and this sucks but it's gonna be all right just just here's a pillow here's some zequil <laughs> yeah have a good night yeah so i i mean track one obviously it got my attention my own anthem got my attention i was just like huh this reminds me of like second action or furukawa miki or you know school food punishment sort of kind of um so that got my attention and it was just like okay i'm in for something interesting here and then dreaming as track two just kind of went bam slapped in the face with awesomeness <laughs> this is like sheena ringo levels of you know meticulous work to make this track perfect and it's just even the way she sings it is just perfect it's just all it's got such gestalt i'm gonna have to listen to it again now like <laughs> when i when i first listened to it the first time i listened to the album i was like Ugh, i don't really like this song it's so weird <laughs> but then when I, I listened to it a couple more times i was like actually this it, it has a certain kind of charm it's got like you said it, it sounds kind of a little bit mumbly and bumbly and confused and upset and then the the hook comes in and it's like no it's fine everything's good you're okay then mumbly bumbly during the verse and then it gives you the the reassuring thing and i was like you know actually this is kind of a neat concept um so yeah now i really have to listen to it because i hadn't noticed like the level of technical perfection that you're describing and i guess mm-hmm. Strictly speaking, you shouldn't notice it. <laughs> but uh, technically, yeah, it's that if you've done something right, then you know. nobody even sees it. Yeah, but yeah, I'll have to listen to it again. It's just like I can't help but listen for that kind of detail. You know, in my opinion, Kunsho is sort of the uh, inferior, slightly more commercial dreamin as far as that. Yeah, that quality. I, I thought that it was a little bit forgettable, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, yeah, that's because I like the weird sock and auction music. So. Yeah, no, Kunsho's melody just isn't... Well, the individual melody phrases are, are what's not that interesting. The the key sort of you know shifts from major to minor in it, and that's nice. Not enough bands do that kind of thing. Um, they are great at it. Um, but that's really the only thing interesting about it, aside from the way the drums are. You know, the, the drums are, are um, really sort of a standout there, especially with how they sound juxtaposed with the uh, sort of echoing slow electric guitar and keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of, it's sort of like thunder rolling, you know? It's it's sort of like uh, you see the clouds and they're light and fluffy, and that's the electric guitar being all like whoosh. But there's the thunder rolling, there's the drums in there that kind of tumble. Um uh, 
it, it, they're really, really well done. So the drums in that, it's just like awesome. But I really wish they had been used in a song that's more melodically mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel like listening to this a second time. Yeah, yeah, I don't really feel like listening to Quinn's show again, except maybe to study the drums because, wow, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, while we're complimenting individual uh, individual people, the bassist, especially oh, in Dreamin', but throughout the album, did a fantastic job. It was, I love bass lines. For me, it's bass lines that are, mm-hmm. that are interesting and varied and they go places. I don't want just this that a lot of bands do. It's, it's boring. Yeah. I want to... No, this is... To to be able to catch up with the guitar and drums too, you have to be a damn good bassist yeah. in this band. <laughs> because I mean, there's a lot to there's a a lot of rhythm to chase, and there's a lot of uh, guitar to that you have to clear room for. You know, you're you're kind of leading the listener from one sound to another, and you have to bridge that gap well. You cannot have a rickety bass bridge; it has to be good and solid. <laughs> Bass bridge. <laughs> I know. I love it. It's fantastic. It's making I'm so day. colorful today. I'm, well, I really, really was so pleasantly surprised by this. It took my brain to nice places. So I've I've gone to those places and come back with metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> it always makes me happy when a band that I like does something good, especially after I've been disappointed. And that's totally what happened with this. I really hope. They, especially if they kind of go away from the more commercial stuff. I mean, I guess in a way that's a little bit selfish of me because, you know, you can't really succeed as a band without a level of commercial success. Um, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, Sakon Auction has some pretty weird music and they've managed to be pretty yeah. successful. So if Sakon Auction can do it, Nagoto, so can you. Give me the yeah, weird that, music. I, I think, yeah, well, I think it's uh, Sakon Action are so, you know, masterful at their balance of it's the melodies really that set suck in action apart from groups like Nigoto because I mean Nigoto as far as the songwriting they're just not quite there yet the best yeah. melody on this album sounded like a suck in action ripoff they need to find their own voice they need to find their own style of melodic composition and then they'll get there right now though they are sort of you know well, copying off the sheet music of other stuff, you know? At the same time, though, I feel like that almost, I guess in a philosophical way, let's get snooty <laughs> for a moment. In a philosophical way, I feel like that probably actually makes them a lot more interesting than Sakon Auction. Sakon Auction, they know who they are, they know what they want to do, and listening to that confidence is what is so sexy about them. But with mm. they go to, I'd say the charm is that they have nowhere to go but up. As long as they keep putting this level of effort into it they're doing so well i don't i don't think i'm going to get bored with them anytime soon unless they just give up so we we're we're listening to them at this great place where they're progressing and they're getting better and i don't think they're going to get boring soon which is awesome i you know what i gotta agree with you on that actually i i mean it's kind of a root for the underdog thing yeah (laughs) um but at the same time like i uh i think even once they found their stride, they're probably good for an album or two before it starts going, well, okay, I know how they sound now. Before you know? the inevitable decay. Yeah. I know. But uh, what what's encouraging is that there doesn't seem to be, because they have such a coherent sound and they've gone in such an obvious direction. I mean, they haven't like experimented like crazy and gone five different directions with five different genres or anything like that. So it doesn't seem like they're going to like split up due to creative differences anytime soon. That's you know? true. Yeah, they are kind of homing in on what they want to sound like. Yeah. 
If you liked our brain poops, please follow us on Twitter. I am GK Aaron, E-R-1-N, and she is GK0, Z-E-R-0. The two... Binary chicks. Hell yeah. Woo. The two lamers who did not come to review are GK Loki, L-O-K-I whose name I almost just said for real, and GK Jaylee, J-A-Y-L-E-E. The show itself is J-Pop, J-Rock underscore. And if you want to go to our website, jpopjrock.com, we have past episodes of both this show and our original flagship show, Gaijin Kampai, uh, in which, honestly, we didn't get nearly drunk enough. We did at the beginning. Yeah. And later on, we just were like, nope, I got good at reviewing stuff sober, so you know, never mind. And then in uh, the last episode, we made up for it by drinking way, way, way too much. And weeping. Weeping so like girls. weeping. Until next time, whatever that might be. I'm Zero. And I'm Erin. Johnny!